I've been thinking a lot of how Marvel characters decide which hero reports the which crime scenes. There's obvious ones, like Daredevil in Hell's Kitchen. But what if there's a fire in Hell's Kitchen? A blind ninja isn't really going to be much help. This is confusing. I'm Nick, and this is The Babe Files. That's Brandon. Hello. We got Matt joining us from the Crossover Podcast. Hey. I'm Nick. So today's topic, we're going to discuss the boundary lines of New York, or more specifically Manhattan, and see who's allowed to cross into where, and who doesn't go into somebody's territory, like whose territory is like under lock and key. Wait, so we're only talking Manhattan? We'll yeah. talk New York because there's well. going to be yeah, there's, yeah. there's going to be a lot of New York crossovers. Well, we won't run out of material if we just stick to Manhattan. That's for sure. <laughs> oh yeah. So who do you th- like? Who's got their area under lock and key, and who's not allowed to go anywhere in there? You know what I always find interesting, since we're gonna as a jump off point. You know, Cap is from Brooklyn. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he's never there. You know, even when he was a cop for a while, like back so, way, way back before. So our you're day. saying that Steve Rogers has forgot his roots, is what yeah, you're saying? I'm saying okay. that Brooklyn is completely, you know, yeah. other, just left to other people to take care of. So okay. he's in he's he's in Rocky Three right now, where he's just like living the high life and and has completely, completely forgotten where he forgot. came from. Right. There's no easy way Shots out for fired. him. Yeah, like mm-hmm. uh, you know, <laughs> we've got a bunch of lists up here, and like the closest people. In terms of where he is, probably what Shield, their mm-hmm. headquarters, their old school headquarters, and uh, who was which is quite a bit south of there, mm. and and Iron Man's uh, Stark Tower, yeah, at Fifty uh, Ninth and Broadway. Actually, the closest ones towards each other, which would overlap, would have to be Daredevil and Luke Cage. Luke Cage running Harlem, and Daredevil running the kitchen. Mm. Well, that's you know that's what makes them so great in terms of. You know, when they do pair them up, even in like the Netflix series and stuff, it makes sense, yeah. you know. Um, this has always like intrigued me, this conversation, because like just from watching the movies and reading the comics, like there's so many heroes in New York, and it's like, how the hell do they not like cross over with each other? Or like, how do they know where their boundaries lie? Well, what do they call Spider Man's area? Like Flatiron? Flatiron District? Flatiron or like Queens? Yeah. Mostly so, now it's Queens. It is Queens, yeah. I should. But I mean, like, I know for Daredevil, especially with Hell's Kitchen, like, I go back to an old, uh, yeah, yeah. Ult- I go back to the old, uh, the Ultimate runs, and there was a three-issue crossover between Wolverine, Spider-Man, and Daredevil, and Daredevil yeah. where S.H.I.E.L.D.'s hunting down Wolverine to the point where they have him pinned, and Daredevil shows up and pretty much kicks S.H.I.E.L.D. Kicks out, him out of the kitchen, yeah. Kicks him right out. <laughs> Matt, what do you got to say? Oh, God, I just, I, I think... If I were a villain in the Marvel Universe, I would just go anywhere other than New York and commit crimes. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that would buy me. I stay away from New York yeah. and stay away from outer space. Stay away from the West Coast, and, too. Yeah, you know? and I think That's you're a- fine. Like, if you start committing crimes in Wisconsin, you're probably. No, but then again, right. if you commit crimes in New York and you get kicked out of New York as a villain, maybe <laughs> you got, you got a better chance in Jersey. Yeah, it's possible. Mm. But then you're in Tony Soprano territory and you don't want to be in Tony <laughs> yeah, Soprano exactly. territory. Yeah. There's, uh, um, you know, the one, the big one that we're, we're overlooking is the four, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. and, and they're very central. The you know I'm blanking on the name. Here. Oh, the Baxter Building. Baxter Building. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Four A Second in Madison. Mm-hmm. Got the Dorkley map up in front of us. Thank you, Dorkley, for mm-hmm. yeah. Plus, shout out to one. those guys. Yeah, but I mean, even with the Baxter Building in place, like there's also the Sanctum Sanctorum. Yeah, it's on uh, that's south end of the island. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. 
if I remember correctly. But I mean, all these buildings, it's like, how the hell do they not like, they're walking down the street to go grab like a sandwich and it's like, hey, you're Reed Richards. Hey, you're Dr. Strange. Right on. Well, we're from Canada. Kenyatta. (laughs) And if you concentrated that many heroes in one city or in one area you know it's there's so much more of the country that's left mm-hmm. unprotected like you said matt you know i realize that america's slightly smaller they have the the much more regular flight schedule to yeah. a lot of places here but you know i think the biggest thing for the comics has always been that that recognizability the population mm-hmm. is so dense you know in that area as well as on but the west there, coast that you the thing I, I have to ask is there's this is there an invisible line like say spider-man's chasing down a villain in queens and all of a sudden he just crosses into the and, kitchen does he just stop his pursuit like there? his well, jurisdictions he has, he has there, absolutely yeah. there is a great uh yeah. uh issue of of spider-man where where uh daredevil kicks completely. him out we'll yeah. put that in our we'll, I'll, I'll throw that yeah. in our picks but I mean, like, there's that invisible line that nobody crosses. But who's got the like balls? Like, if you go past fifth, like, if Spider-Man's fighting a guy and then it goes past the fiftieth street, he's like, "Well, that's it for me." Yeah, <laughs> stops pursuing the the alleged murderer. You I know, guess. the way I put it in context, and I know they're not the same, and I hate the comparison between Cap and Superman. But say, for example, look at. Um, I think it's maybe the sixth or seventh issue of Doomsday Clock where they talk about how Superman is the only hero who doesn't have to acknowledge all the borderlines. He's still welcome everywhere despite the, the, you know, the superhero arms race that's going on in that book. I think Cap is that guy. As much as I said off the top jokingly, you know, Cap kind of left Brooklyn to its own devices. I think that he's welcome anywhere. I think that he can go out to rural Wisconsin. I think that he can go to, you know, Oregon. I think he can go wherever. Westchester. Yeah. yeah. On his motorcycle for a run. Yeah. I don't know. I like, I like, that's the thing that just gets me. It's like, what if like it's like a hot like I said the hot pursuit where you just stop like how do you know the other hero is going to pick it up what if he's like out doing something that day he's got to shout him a text like Spider-Man just texts Daredevil yeah. it's like there you go bud the other thing too is just because of the population density you have to think like this is the worst area to fight crime in yeah. get them out of there you gotta yeah like the yeah. x-men have the right idea if people go up to upstate new york you, you got know, open like, fields mm-hmm, yeah. it's not like the power rangers where it's well, like all of a sudden a megazord comes down and they're in the middle of a rock quarry yeah, yeah. or dragon ball z yeah or it's everything <laughs> it's just, it's, you, there's just a convenient wasteland that they can destroy yeah uh spider-man needs those tall buildings though he's, oh, yeah, he's one of the he guys does. like like spider-man like because there's that great scene in homecoming where he's running across the golf cart just I, going or the golf freaking course going this sucks right and it's just like so spider-man's one of those guys who doesn't necessarily fit that criteria there nick but uh yeah but like your point point taken though is the thing but spider-man is the exception rather than the the rule i think on that one where he needs the big tall buildings in order to actually fight crime help him fight crime like iron man i know would have the balls yeah. to cross over into hell's kitchen because he won't care about he doesn't care. Iron Man just does his <laughs> own Daredevil going to do? Throw that stick at him. <laughs> like, oh, and I love Daredevil, yeah. but I love Daredevil, but like, come on, no contest against Iron Man. Question. Who would protect Marvel Comics? Stanley. They're 575 Madison, I think. I'm pulling it up here on mm-hmm. Google. Uh, they have two locations. Marvel Entertainment is, uh, uh, where are we here? Unit 7, 135 mm. West 50th Street. But, 
at five seventy five Madison Avenue. Who's that? Is that Shield? Is Shield protecting? Shield has to protect. Yeah, I, I you know I think it's either going to be Shield or I think Iron Man's coming. No, down. I think it's point. a I think it's a, like a Fifth foot Avenue, race between you know? the Fantastic Four and Luke Cage, realistically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because that's right dead square in the middle. Okay. You got Iron Man on one corner. You got Luke Cage in Harlem. The Baxter Building's right there, and <laughs> Shield. But Shield, I don't think would care. It's like, ah, oh, well, screw I don't, it. I don't think. I don't think that Luke is leaving Forty Second Street though. Mm-hmm. Like as as powerful as he is, this is something else Paul and I were talking about recently. Yeah, you know, because this is the kind of conversation you want to have with your wife before you go to bed at mm-hmm. night. By the way, I'm very high, Paula. Um, <laughs> Is that, uh, and check out Paula's podcast as well on our network, by the mm. way. Yeah, it's very good. L- talking about cooler comics than we are, but, or not cooler. More, <laughs> less superhero y, if yeah. you're into that. Um, <laughs> not cooler. But, um, it, you know, I said, you know, for all the power and his skill set that Luke has, he really is a neighborhood hero. Hmm. He, you know, just as much as say, for example, Spider-Man has the moniker of friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. He, his powers are so elevated, you know, that he can really technically strength wise, if you want to do power scaling, which I know is not your thing, Nick, Yeah, but he could go, you know, on the level with guys like the Hulk. Oh, for sure. So in, he tends to be involved, and also because of popularity, he tends to be involved in bigger scale events. Whereas you don't see that as much with Luke, other than when he, you know, temporarily joins the FF or something yeah. like that. But but for him, he's truly a neighborhood hero. He's a beacon. You just you do not come into his territory just the same way as daredevil does which is again why we keep bringing them up in the same vein i think that that's a really interesting thing that you know despite like what's the difference really in terms of powers when you look at someone like the thing who travels internationally and helps people internationally with a ford hemi in the fantastic car exactly (laughs) or or luke cage in terms of the indestructible nature of them their strength all of these things it's 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 very strange you know that that mm-hmm. one is this very grassroots neighborhood hero and uh, in power man and then of course like ben Grimm is not that he's this fantastical you know kind of uh large story event guy oh absolutely it's just funny when you're talking about who would guard the Marvel building. I was getting flashbacks. You remember the final episode of the Spider-Man animated series? Where <laughs> oh, yeah. He was like talking Stan. to Stan Lee. Spider-Man was talking to Stan Lee and it was just freaking weird. And it's just like, whose idea was this? <laughs> oh, that's been, amazing. Uh, that, that had to be, that yeah. was, so wait, was that the first Stan Lee cameo of all time? No. No, no way. No. You know, it's funny. I was listening to some of the uh, old FF radio shows that, yeah, we, yeah, that yeah. we intro the podcast with, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he opens every one, right? Oh, wow. And, and there, and he narrates them. That's amazing. And yeah, it's so interesting. When, when you think about just the, uh, the legacy of, of the guys of that era, you know, mm. the Ramita seniors, the Kirby's, the, you know, the Ramita seniors the, are definitely on my list. And whatnot. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Ditko. Yeah. You know, um, and obviously Stan the man, but you know, you, uh, you forget how much they've you, we're sitting here talking about the landscape of a hypothetical fake city that's basically it, it, well based on a real city based but, on a real city but the but, boundary lines that like governs these heroes yeah all out of the minds of you know a, a dozen people who at the time were looked down upon you know for their their you know involvement in the funny papers you know it's it's interesting 
You can reach me on Twitter at Debate Comics or shoot me a line via email, debate at explodingearths.com. I read everything that we get and I reply to as much as we possibly can. That's it for this episode. Debate Comics will return. <laughs>